actually on the volunteer fire department in Polaris. So I've been on fires in Cote Wyoming. I've done structure fires. Um, but yeah, I mean, Montana's just, we have wildfire season is every August. It's inevitable, just dry, high desert. Candace Kerr is a bartender at Wolf Tree Brewery in Newport, Oregon. She and her boyfriend moved from Montana to Oregon not long after the Echo Mountain Complex fire destroyed homes in Lincoln County. She's surprisingly upbeat for someone that is being affected by two disasters, and she's being especially affected by the COVID-19 pandemic because she's in the service industry. It might be her 15 years of experience, or as she said, she's used to it, or it might be that she's been serving a benefit beer named after Otis, a nearby town that was hit particularly hard by the wildfires. Oh, it's been great, especially since I've mentioned to people that there's five of them up there and that they could try them all with the flights. So, I mean, yesterday we probably did 10 plus flights of the Otis Strong IPA, um, which is really good because I know that um, helps the victims. So, and I think people are aware of what the proceeds are going to, and so I think that encourages them to uh, order an Otis IPA. I'm David L. Yost, and this is the FEMA Podcast. We decided to do a, you know, it's a dry hopped pale, so, but it's basically, it's like a session IPA. You know, it's 4.8%, it's dry hopped. We wanted to do something that was like low ABV so we could kind of like go through it quick, you know, because, you know, the goal is, is to get it done as quick as possible so we can get the funds as quick as possible. That may sound familiar, like a can of beer being opened. It's actually the opposite. That's Cameron Lydon, the general manager of Walkabout Brewing, a family-owned business in Medford, Oregon, sealing a can of freshly poured ale. And this, this is the sound of sanitization, an important step in the brewing process, a process that takes place just behind Walkabout Brewing's taps. Home-built tanks, like uh, these tanks were built by my dad and a, and a fabricator back in the day, and we started in our garage in 97. We, we moved here in like 2014, I wanna say, but um, we still have that original equipment. Um, this keg washer thing that's running over here is, uh, is also home built. You can probably tell based on how it's uh, Frankenstein together like that, this guy here. Um, but we still use it. Um, I'm actually very proud of it. Like you won't see a lot of fermenters like that one with the uh, styrofoam insulation on it. Some of the breweries I've visited, um, they have kind of a uh, community connect connection. Yeah. So would you say that for your brewery, um, what, what is that like? Uh, what, what's the connection to the community? So what I would say, so something that we actually talk about internally and we try and project outward is thinking of beer, rather than just being like a beer place, beer is kind of like this social medium, you know, like so kind of trying to center around that. So, you know, when things were a little more normal, when we were allowed to have more people, doing as many events where we're bringing different people in, whether it's music, comedy, charity events, whatever, just trying to be like a family friendly place, but also like a hub where people can go and meet each other and feel good and kind of take politics out of things and just try and make things uh, happy and fun. And uh, we're constantly just looking for ways to engage with the community whenever possible. And beer is a fun way to do that, so. Has the uh, wildfires affected your business at all? Um, yeah, definitely. But the thing is, is right now, you know, there's so many things that have affected our business as well as like so many other ones this year. And the wildfires, 
it's, it felt like it affected, you know, we closed a couple days, but it really, it affected some of our accounts, but it just affected this area so much, you know, everybody, it's hard for us to like complain about things with everything going on, because our business is still here. Everyone that works here kept their homes, you know, so it was like, well, okay, I guess we should uh, stop thinking about it that way and try and come up with a way that a beer place can support because we can't really donate beer to shelters or anything, so we had to try and come up with something else. And what did you come up with? Uh, so we came up with the Southern Oregon uh, Strong Dry Hopped Pale Ale. Basically, we just made a beer that 100% of all uh, proceeds went to uh, local fire victims. We're still in the process of uh, fundraising for that, but it'll be going to the Rogue Valley Foundation. We uh, Obviously, there's some new restrictions that came out this week, so we're not going to be able to finish that for a little while because it's only in draft. We can't put it into bottles, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we're working with uh, a bunch of local bars. They purchased the kegs at $500 a keg, which basically means they're going to break even on it. And then so that whole $500 can go to um, the fire victims. So it's a great thing because we wouldn't be able to get through our whole batch of beer just in our place for a long time because we brew much bigger batches. So far we've sent out eight, I believe, to uh, other bars and we might be, we were gonna send out one more but then the regulations came so we kind of pulled that back. And then the rest were selling in-house. Um, and so, you know, we should be getting, you know, we'll get a good amount of money from that and then we may end up working on some sort of like, like t-shirts or whatever, something else like ancillary to it where we can raise even a little more. Um, and, uh, but that's where we are right now. It was really kind of a, we just quickly came together and you know we're just gonna make it happen however we need to. And if it evolves, that's great. You know We're open to it evolving. Um, but this year has been a very like one step at a time kind of year, you know, and uh, um, trying not to jump too far ahead. Can you still do uh, growler fills? Yes, yes, we're doing growler fills. Basically, um, uh, now are you saying for that specific beer or are we allowed to with regulations? <laughs> well, I guess both. Yeah, yeah, so we are allowed to do with regulations. We can also put it in um, little uh, crowler cans um, and uh, we'll even sell a keg to somebody if they want to buy it for $500. <laughs> Have you done a project like this before? So um, we were involved when Sierra Nevada did the resilience beer. Um, and uh, we signed up for that right away when it was going, and um, I thought it was a cool idea. We have done, um, we did, uh, we do a red occasionally that we call Crimson Sky. We did it a couple years ago, and we um, used it to raise money. That was for, um, that was hurricane relief. That we, so we did something similar, but it wasn't in all proceeds. It was like a partial proceeds thing. This is our first time where we have organized a specific beer that is all proceeds. You know, we've done events and things, but like make made a product that is, you know, kind of a one-off product um, that, you know, we take zero profit from. There's a number of breweries throughout Oregon, from Portland to Salem to Medford, that are helping with the wildfire recovery effort. I felt that I was making exceptional beer, and I thought, you know what, I should just open a brewery, which is super naive, and uh, but I did it, and <laughs> so far it's worked out. Joel Hitzelberger is the owner of Wolf Tree Brewery, adding a coastal flavor to his benefit beer. Wolf Tree is a forestry term for the biggest tree in the forest, and around here it's generally Sitka spruce trees. 
which we use in our beer. So the name really, really fit well. Um, but yeah, we uh, recently we brewed a benefit beer in collaboration with a number of other breweries here on the coast uh, called Otis Strong. And it's a beer that's where proceeds are benefiting the uh, Echo Mountain Fire Relief Fund. Um, we have kind of a, a loosely organized uh, Brewers Guild here on the coast, and we got about 12 breweries to brew the same recipe. Um, each brewery kind of put their own little twist on it, and we all brewed an, an IPA. Um, and that's uh, that's been available for about the last three weeks now in the market, and it's been been doing really well. People uh, really gravitate towards that kind of thing. Um, you know, it, it, you feel like you're you're helping uh, a worthy cause and drinking a beer. So that's that's uh, a great idea in my mind, and uh, it, it's worked out so far so good. A lot of lot of support from everybody involved. Um, you know, my my initial thoughts about this beer was that I I've spent a lot of time as a wildland firefighter. I worked on uh, the Echo Mountain Complex fire, and it was really devastating. Uh, I'd never seen anything like that. This is my ninth or tenth season um, doing wildland fires, and never seen anything like that, especially this close to home. Um, people feel that here on the Oregon coast, we are sheltered from catastrophic wildfires. Uh, you know, we, we do get fires here on the coast and they're relatively small, comparatively speaking. And when we had this fire, you know, the, the kind of the, the perfect mixture of, 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 uh, events with the low humidity and the high winds and, um, had that fire over, uh, the, just after the Labor Day weekend, it was pretty traumatic. Uh, 300 homes lost. Um, and so after I was uh, uh, done working on that fire, I, I just thought like, well, what can we do to really uh, help out the recovery effort and then um, bring more attention to the issue? And uh, I, I floated this idea with all the other breweries here on the coast and had almost 100% buy-in, and uh, I came up with a recipe, and we got on it really fast, and, uh, you know, I think it was, it's, it's, it's actually pretty logistically challenging to get a lot of breweries buy-in and make things happen, um, but we did, and, and we all kind of, uh, you know, rallied around this, this cause, and so it's worked out really well. Uh, we so far, you know, I, I, I don't have the exact numbers, but we'll probably be, you know, in the, uh, the tens of thousands of dollars donated um, to the re to the relief fund. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's a, a, a great cause and it's uh, everybody has given us exceptional feedback on it and the beer is good, too. So you actually worked on fighting the fire and now you're working on the recovery effort. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I did work as a forester for a while and I was, a, as part of that job, a wildland firefighter. And since leaving 
the Department of Forestry here in Oregon uh, and starting, you know, and starting my business, um, I still contract firefight, uh, well, all year, essentially. Um, and so, yeah, for Echo Mountain, I, I was, uh, I did work on that fire and, uh, uh, you know, that, that just gave me firsthand knowledge of what was going on and, and how terrible it was and, uh, really made me feel like, you know, we, we need to do something collectively as, uh, uh, as brewers in the, in this County or just on the Oregon coast in general. Yeah. It feels like you're completely invested in this. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, the Lincoln County has really supported us. Um, we've been supported well through the pandemic and, uh, I know, breweries here have been supported well by uh you know the county's residents for years and it's it's time that we really need to give back and uh so i felt like it was the the right thing to do and and this is just one of the many things that we've done to um you know help support the relief efforts we've we've donated money uh, directly to various organizations or, or charities related to that. And then with this, it's, uh, it's a little more visible and it gets people out there to, you know, have a beer and, and talk about it and have it, you know, kind of be on social media and that sort of thing. So it, it, it gets people's attention more. And I think it's, it's helping, um, you know, drive more funding and, and help to, uh, the charities involved with with the relief and the rebuilding. You didn't need any sort of like prompt or anything from the uh, government, did you? No, um, we wanted to honestly. After a, a disaster like this, whether if it's it's a it's a wildfire or a hurricane or or something, you know, really afterwards, a lot of people are trying to figure out how they can help. And it's very logistically challenging with, you know, determining the, the charities or how they're receiving funds or how easy it is to donate to them. Um, and it's a lot to navigate through. I mean, we, we see this a lot with some really big disasters in, in our country and around the world. And um, right after this fire, you know, I did a lot of research and, and determined like, okay, well, who, who has, uh, you know, the best charities that, that are, that are putting this money to work right now and that are very well organized and, you know, what can we do to help? And, um, you know, I felt that in our situation, the, the best way to help is, is provide that, uh, financial relief to where they can put it towards, um, you know, whatever they need to. And, and we weren't asked to, to do this by any, um, you know, local government or anything like that. Um, it's just something I felt that was necessary. And, uh, I felt that it, it would, it would have a lot of support, um, which it has, you know, we have had, uh, breweries from all over the coast, not only Lincoln County here where the, the fire was, uh, concentrated, but um, Tillamook County breweries have, have contributed um, counties or breweries 
uh, on the Southern Oregon coast have contributed to this. So it's, um, so far so good. And, and I feel that now we have this infrastructure in place where, you know, we can potentially do this again, uh, in the future if we need to, but honestly, the, the framework of this kind of idea has already been established with what, uh, was done a few years past by uh, Sierra Nevada Brewery for the, the fires in California, um, where the, you know they had a, a nationwide or almost worldwide response to that. And um, you know, so we kind of modeled it after that on obviously a much smaller scale. Uh, but uh, it's, it, it's proving to be very effective. And, and I can see our, our money is going to uh, good charities and it's being put to work. We welcome your comments and suggestions on this and future episodes. Help us to improve the podcast by rating us and leaving a comment. If you have ideas for a future topic, send us an email at fema-podcast at fema.dhs.gov. If you'd like to learn more about this episode or other topics, visit fema.gov forward slash podcast.